This is Aikido Discussed, your regular weekly Aikido podcast. We talk about everything that is the martial art of Aikido. I'm Christopher Hine, an instructor at Aikido Fresno, and with me is Joshua Tihi, assistant instructor at Aikido Fresno. And Maya Solana McDaniel, first Q and student at Aikido Fresno. How's everyone doing? Uh, here we are. We're, yeah. <laughs> we're here. Feels a little like uh, a little bit lower, kind of chill. Yeah. A little chill now, you know. We've been recording more on, on Mondays, and yeah. I feel like that g- gives us more of a, a up-tempo, yeah. like Monday's like a getting shit done kind of day. Right, and, and this is Sunday in the evening, kind of chill, or like mm, after a weekend or whatever. Right. Um, so we'll try and uh, keep the vibe. Nah, it is what it is. Yeah. For people, yeah. Um, so we're going to deviate slightly today from kind of what, I mean... Truthfully, it's going to end up being how it ends up all the <laughs> it's time. It's all like, you know. Um, and do a little more of a, a technical, maybe, uh, <laughs> episode where we're, we talk about uh, entries in Aikido. And by that, I mean the physical movement into uh, a the, the situation, the entries that we use. Not not jur- not journal you, entries. Not, yeah, not how people got into Aikido, but when you're <laughs> faced against an opponent, the movements that you make uh, in or toward them, and how those kind of work out, and why they may not be what they look like sometimes. So I'm curious, what got you thinking about this? So I was watching this uh, Krab Magab video. Um, and they were showing, um, you know, just whatever they, they show. Um, and uh, in all of them, they there was that entry where they cover the distance between, you know, where they're at and the other person. And sometimes it's the person was coming in them, but you know, they're always covering the distance. Uh, and it looked very similar to the thing that we do uh, in Aikido. And then it started me thinking about like. Aikido has these very um, iconic sort of entries, especially like Steven Seagal. Everyone loves to talk about Steven Seagal and his Yirimi Nage, that, that entry that he does. I um, mean, we have these uh, these awesome entries that, like, we don't really, I don't know if people talk about them or they train them or they, you know, just expect to be, that, that people can uh, cover that distance um, in a way that's smart and can protect them. And if that's actually a thing that they want to be doing. Yeah, I think, I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong, but it seems like the way that a lot of people, like, uh, represent entries in uh, in Aikido is to necessitate, like, or, or to, to get to the technique. This was my, uh, going to be a point also, at, at, but we can jump there. Sorry, I didn't mean we, to jump the gun. No, we can jump in there now. <laughs> because it also, especially in this Krav Maga video, but and I would assume, and I feel the same way in a lot of Aikido things, which is like, um, yes. So the, the, the good piece of that, right, is like, is that movement, is that position? How do I get from where I'm at to a position uh, that I can do things to them, right? Right. And, and in Aikido, we don't want to do things, but whatever. Um, assuming that we do want to assuming do that we do want to do things so the good part of that the part that I should want to know is how do I get from point A to point B right, right? how do I get to them but right. what I think we look at is like okay I'm at point B now I can do my Kodagaish or like what and this is where we get like Kodagaish off a jab like when they show Kodagaish off a jab do they ever show the thing that you do like as the jabs coming in, I mean it's I mean, very they, minimal compared to. They do, to, but it's it's minimal, it's short and quick, and like okay, let's they go hurry uh, up. and then you move in like this or whatever. So, and we have specific ways that that we do and talk about entries, but again, I feel like it's more of a. It's very clear that like the the entries are uh, only occur. At, at a specific point in the altercation when the distance has already been broken and now distance and and possibly suppression and now you're looking to reposition yourself and you can't get out of distance again right whereas i whereas 
I'm not sure that's 100% clear to some people that it's like, look, truthfully, I'm entering because I need to be in the best position I can to reset out. Stop. Yeah. It, are entries something that like people practice um, separately from just like, so like, I feel like a lot of the times like the way that you practice what you, what we do in Aikido, the techniques of Aikido, is just like um, kata, you know, just a, a full like package, and you just here's here's the package and do the whole thing all the way through, um, and that's generally the way it's shown in class, with the exception of like oh here's some quick fundamentals as warm up, and then we go to the meat of the class, which is katas. Um, are entries something that people in other dojos like? Is that a common thing that people do? across different styles of Aikido, like to practice outside of just techniques? Well, in Aikido, yeah. I mean, because Irimi is core to Aikido. So, yeah, every Aikido style practices Irimi, I mean, which is the entry. No, but I mean, like... like. But how do they practice it? Right. Is it just like they do Irimi so they can... It's, right. I mean, it's what so every... You, aside from Shotokan Aikido, that's what every Aikido so school does. So no one, no one pulls it out as a thing unto itself. It's like you you would eat me to do in a, a rimi nage. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That, like yeah. It, it's just that. One. Yeah, that's why people think irimi nage is the thing instead of the irimi is right, the thing, right. which is what it is. I mean, and yeah, I think oh, since I said as much, but everyone goes, well, irimi nage is the thing. It's yeah, because once you get, and that's sort of my point is like by doing that, um, you 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 flip the focus from the thing, which is like I want to be behind him, and that's a very important thing, and how I do that is super important. But we spend the time going like, okay, I'm back here now. What can I, how do right. I, how do I, um, like, the, how do I unbalance him is right. the idea when you're doing a Riminage, right? How do I unbalance him? Well, that's three steps away. Right. <laughs> At least. I, I, th- and I think this really gets to like the crux of something that we talk about a lot. And when you start telling the Krav Maga story, I, I already felt like I could guess where it was going which is that like we're so we're such a technique oriented culture like not just in aikido but in all of martial arts like everything is okay what's the technique like give me give me my cool technique that i got you know that i'm watching this video for tell me how to how to get this thing off and like everything is just done to facilitate whatever technique it is and so it's like all those other important pieces kind of get either like just kind of like brushed to the side or glossed over or like said like yeah this is important um and you should practice that and then that's like it gives lip service and then move on to the more important part which is the technique that you're all here to learn you know what i mean right and so i feel like it's that is like the crux of this issue which is that like everybody does arimi just to get to the arimi nage when like the arimi is such an important step you know (laughs) This is all like part of this, like, I I don't know how to describe it because it seems paradoxical, but, but like, so, I mean, I think in Aikido, very, very few, if any teachers state what the context of Aikido is. So, and like, that should be the the thing, you know, like, you know, any Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu teacher, they might first say self-defense, but if you, if you needle them down to it, they'd say, well, ground grappling is what we do, right? And so we don't know the context. Okay, then from the context, we can develop strategies that we could have. And then from the strategies we could have, we can develop tactics we could have. And then from the tactic we have, we develop techniques that, that we need to, to make the tactics work. So, like, that's a normal way to follow stuff. Well, in Aikido, people pay zero attention to context, zero attention to strategy, um, very little attention to tactics, and a whole lot of attention to techniques. But at the same time, because most Aikido schools teach Aikido as if it's only about the techniques, then getting through and memorizing a catalog of techniques is actually what is important to most Aikido teachers and not actually how you do the techniques. And the subdivisions of techniques are poor. Like, you know, like, for example, understanding that irimi is a technique, like to make irimi is a technique. And then all the techniques that you need, if irimi doesn't work because there's a a, a little set you can do, then if you don't understand that that's an important thing, then you spend all your time going, okay, well, how many kinds of irimi nage can I do? Because that seems like a thing. Right. Yeah. And like. Yeah. So you can do, you know, shomenuchi. Sure. Exactly right. right. Exactly right. Right. (laughs) Yeah. And because of like the hyper focus on techniques and getting to the technique, which is only this certain thing that we've decided that irimi nage is a technique, but 
Erimi is just a thing to facilitate Eriminage, you know? Like, for some reason, we, we want that to, the one thing to be a technique, but not the other, whatever. Um, that we're so focused on that, that, like, we forget that uh, there's a reason, like, the situation set up for you to do the Eriminage. And so we, we don't see how, like, like you said, those branching techniques, like if your Remy fails, here's all these other options that right. you have. Because it, we think Which it's like, the Arimi, I chose, the you know? The Nage is the answer to your Irimi failing, you know? Like, it is the answer to the, it's, you're behind them and they are good at coming, right, continuing right. to coming around and sticking to you. So what happens as you move, they unbalance themselves. That's that's a design of the thing you know and and another thing that's lost in all the context of everything is that you know aikido schools aikido teachers will criticize other aikido teachers because they don't do irimi-nage like them when in fact the other teachers just showing a different a different variation <laughs> of what would right, happen there right, right. and so you get all these people going like well he does irimi-nage wrong because he does this and it's like well yeah but that is good if the person does this and right. so like both of you what you should be focusing on is how to make good eating me and then the ways it can go wrong and then the ways it can go wrong you'll find that you need both of you need your eating me nugget right and that's the thing is like the focus on well like since we're still here to study techniques and like techniques are the boss and techniques are everything like i get to choose whenever i do a technique and i think this is also like the reason that we think this way is because there's not enough like live training and stuff so we don't see how shit just happens like how like you don't always get to choose what situation you're in. And sometimes you're like, oh shit, here I am now. What do I do? You know, like we have these fantasies about how things are going to play out when we, when we haven't actually played them well, out. And so then we think, oh, I'll choose to do Remy Nage like Steven Seagal and then it'll work out. And it's just like, like ugh, your, your mind jumped so far forward in, in imagining that situation that you don't realize that like, you don't choose the technique. The technique kind of chooses the, the situation chooses the technique. Right. right. You know, if you look at like uh, fencing, right, like sport fencing or HEMA, um, a good teacher will make their students do like tons of lunges. Yes. Like, you know, if, if that's the, right. like Italian right. school yeah, or something yeah, yeah. you're studying. You'll do tons of lunges, tons and tons and tons of lunges. The lunge is the technique. Now, it's real simple. Yeah. I mean, if you looked at it and, and you, you spent one day doing it, anyone could do it on a test and basically right. 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 show make they could it. do right. a lunge, you know. Yep. 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 Um, but the thing is why that's done is because the moment to do the lunge is tiny. It's a tiny moment in time. Correct. And so when that tiny moment arises, you have to be able to explosively and efficiently deliver your lunge to make a contact. And so they spend so much time mastering that technique because when that tiny moment arises, you have to do it exactly right. Now, if you think like intellectually think about it there's not much to say you know you throw your hand back you pick up your front foot uh you know you dr- drive off the back foot after you begin falling you, your arm's gone forward your first arm, all this stuff yeah, right arm extends yeah exactly all this stuff happens right there's, um and there's a a, a way yeah all in which it plays out, all this but, stuff yeah. right all this stuff and and so like that is a technique and any fencer would recognize the lunge as one of their techniques but in aikido we don't recognize irimi as, as a technique a we recognize that as being part of what we would call a technique colloquially which is actually just a form right. you know what i'm saying yeah, like and right. and yeah. a form is like the most haywire thing in all martial arts training <laughs> well it is because no, it's like i, I agree it's that. not it's not a tactic although it represents tactics it's not a technique although it has techniques in it it's just an idealized or unidealized situation it's a situation someone wants to talk right. about and right. and that's fine but it's just not getting good at those is just getting good at a collection of ideas people in the past had right that's it well and i think you know we uh the way that we train now um you know there is a uh whole sort of section that is that is training uh eating me and training but but training it from in its context of what's happening you mean in our school yeah yeah in our school uh, as it's happening, right? So, uh, so you can actually pinpoint the moment where it's like, oh, okay, now I need, I need to do Irimi because my initial plan has failed, right? right. Like I yes. wanted to keep distance and that didn't work and they broke in that distance. Where now that that distance is broke, where is my best position? It's the Irimi. And so we're able to actually just do just do suppress move suppress move 
Um, and I think that's a good way to do it because then, yes, once you're in Irimi, we can begin to talk about all of those things. But if you're just trying to figure that out from Irimi Nage, you, you know, you're never going to... You're never going to get to the heart of it, I don't feel like. It's really confusing, too, because... I mean, and we're this just is, using Irimi, and there, there are yeah, others. tons of things, but... You know, I mean, there, there are other kind of entries and I that I also have problems with because, you know, I, I do this all the time. This the You know, we're in whatever our, our geowaza, and someone's coming at you, and they throw this kind of wide uh, Yoko Minucci, and it's coming at a a pace that is uh you know whatever and you can just duck around it and a lot of people do that and i i've done it i still do it and i hate it every time i do it because it's it's not it's not what we do um that's not an entry you know if someone's coming with a a yokoman you know you are moving in and to the you know inside of them as opposed to outside anyway well, maybe let's let's talk just a little bit about about that. So, you know, if we're talking, and there's probably more than we can can get to, but really, like when we're talking about like entries, it's inside and outside of the attack, right? Or, mm-hmm. or I mean, basically, mm-hmm. and we're working to get uh, either we're working to get behind them, but a lot of times we end up side to side, mm-hmm. uh, and and that's it, right? I mean, right. like. I think, I mean, just that right there, The we're working to get behind them, but sometimes it ends up being side to side. Like, I feel like people don't understand. Uh, so we've done now quite a few videos where we're doing fully live stuff in the video. And sometimes Josh has been, you know, the Aikido guy. Sometimes I have. But I've noticed uh, consistency in people commenting, like, you know, stuff like... Why don't they? Why don't they? <laughs> why don't they just do Arimi? And, you know, we can only speak from our own perspective and the way that we approach Aikido. So, of course, keep that in mind. Um, But in the way that we approach Aikido, which especially in the situation of a knife, um, I'd like to stay outside of distance as much as possible because I don't want to get cut by a a knife that is there or a a theoretical knife, whatever. Um, And so I'm only entering as a last resort because they've closed down that distance. I don't have a choice. Um, And... You don't realize how fucking hard it is to, when you're moving full speed, trying your hardest, 10 seconds, like when you're moving like at this speed in that intensity, 10 seconds is very hard, like, and that's short. And so like in that kind of intense situation, it's really, really hard to perfectly find that moment and enter in and get behind them mm-hmm. because they're also going their max and so and you're adju- both and adjusting and adjusting it's to you as right, you're adjusting right, to them right. and so it's really fucking hard to just irritate me yeah. as people will comment and so what i feel like people don't understand is like you don't just choose to irritate me or just choose right. to go side by side or just choose to you know go into the 45 position like it's what you can get and, at that moment and this i was gonna say a second ago but like this is another one of those paradoxical things to talk about because Really, what techniques are kind of training you for is moments in time. And, mm-hmm. and you know, I would define a technique roughly as like something you can do without conscious thought efficiently, you know. And so, like, there's some efficient way to accomplish this thing, and I can train myself to do it without conscious thought, and that's a technique, right? So, throw a punch, throw a kick, um, shoot a double leg, uh, you know, one of these things that like I can just train myself to bang, explode, and do it. So, what techniques are teaching you or should be teaching you and and I'm I'm distinguishing that right now from what we might call techniques um, being a form but what that technique that unconscious thought is teaching you is how to take advantage of a moment in time now generally especially in the beginning your moments in time are not going to be dictated by you they're going to be dictated by the person you're dealing with because they're ahead of you and and they're beating you because you suck right so like meaning you know when you first start doing this stuff everything is going to be dictated by the other person so like when i first started doing brazilian jiu-jitsu for example every time i rolled with someone they dictated what happened because I, I i was too far behind them right they had better grasp of the situation exactly right and so what was happening was i was developing techniques to deal with the moments they dictated right now the better my techniques got the more opportunity that gave me to shift the tide because i could efficiently deal with stuff 
even in a situation they dictated. Now, as you become better, what happens is you are ahead of the whole situation and you begin to dictate the situation. And then you're using your very efficient techniques that have been trained through the time of you having inefficient, you know, in not having the ability to dictate what's going on, you're able to put those two together. And that's what makes someone seem godlike. You know, it's like, oh man, that guy's really amazing. It's you know, the like, ultimate headness right, that right, we've talked right. about. So when past. we look at like someone like Anderson Silva in the UFC or some amazing person, Roy Jones Jr., someone who's amazing, that's what's happening. It looks it's, choreographed. Exactly because right. So, because everything right. comes together. Yeah. But the, the fallacy that everyone has is that you start out in Aikido dictating what happens, i.e. you choose to do Shomenuchi Irimina right like and that never happens and so like what's happening is when people try to go live with it they think that's what's going to happen and then especially when neither one of them are any good no one can dictate then it just comes it becomes a clusterfuck where where both people go oh i couldn't do aikido right well yes because you didn't understand a lot of things but your techniques aren't trained yet and you got to cut yourself a break for that like, that's what training is about. Well, and I, I think part of, you know, and part of the entry, the entry thing, I think we have, you have to make clear, like, when that is a thing that you want to do. Yes. Because for the majority of uh, an interaction, if you are uh, doing Aiki, you won't need to enter. There's no entry needed because entering assumes that you're in a distance that they can that you're in body distance, touching right, distance, right, right? Right. So, and you want to be behind them because it's the next, the only group, good choice. The where only you're good at. choice, yeah. right? And it's not as good as being far away, right? And so, I think that's the other thing people don't, or, or I don't know if they don't realize, or they don't think about it, or maybe they don't need to think about it. But it's like understanding that, like that can't happen until that distance is is broken um is an important thing to to note you know and um or or not yes because then it's like then if you are making if you think that you need to make an entry somehow you are behind right if you're thinking about if you're planning to make an entry You've already missed that. And I think that really, and these are all issues that we've talked about before, but it's like, these are all complicated issues when it comes to like, one, what is it you're training for, right? Are you wanting to fight? Are you wanting to... What's your context? What's your context, right? So if you're coming into it with, well, I've got to get in there so I can do something, then that is not going to set your Aikido in a way that makes any sense. I mean, I guess you can do it if you want, but that's not how we think about it over here in this podcast <laughs> chase your bliss i don't care um that's right fill the void fill, yeah fill the void um but the other thing too is like it's the training versus what are you training for you know and so it's like i think a lot of people are like yeah so distance is important and you you're only entering if you know i think there's a lot of teachers who probably say like the situation does dictate what you're gonna do and they they pay it good lip service and they they say it a lot but if all of your training is forms training and then translating forms to like a geowaza then like you and you want to do Aikido, which is all techniques, then you end up setting up your Giyawaza in such a way that you wait for the showman. That's why then, the Giyawazas look the way that they do, right. 100%. And so it's like you pay it lip service, but then you completely throw that away when you all you train for is forms turning into like a forms Giyawaza or, you know, Kino Nagata or whatever you want to call it. And so it's like, you know, it, you've got to do more than just say it. Like it, it ha- you have to practice it in such a way that like, keeps you from falling back on I'm waiting for him to come in so I can do my Aikido. You know right. what I mean? And I mean and, and I think that's why a lot of people who do sport martial arts say, you know, you're never going to have a successful martial arts system that doesn't have a sport component of yeah. some sort. You know yeah, or like a yeah. Right. And that's really honest. But the and the problem Aikido faces with that is like well yeah, and we don't ever want to do that stuff. Right, right. You know right. like because and, it's it's against Right. It 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 
it is the antithesis of the very thing we want to do. And so that makes it hard. And so like you have to be, I think in Aikido, you have to be very clear about what it is you're doing and why it is you're doing that thing. And that's why to me with Aikido, you have to be very clear about what your drills are because it's different, you know, like, you know, if you stay Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and you get into a fight, well, you're going to try to make the fight the context that you train all the time, right? So like, and you see this, you know, there's tons of YouTube videos, like guy tries to box uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu black belt and gets taken down. It's like, well, he took him down because he wanted to put him in his element where he trains all the time and make it like that. And like, you know, in Aikido, what we want to do is not engage in a fight. And so it's really, really confusing to Aikido students if you're not very, very clear about why we're doing this kind of training because you have to have live training in order to get better at things. And I would argue that the way that we see Aikido, which is not as a fighting art, um, makes those entries make the most sense because if you i mean and you know once again those are all entries you can use whatever the fuck you want um but it makes the most sense in the context with what we would call traditional aikido techniques um because for the people that are trying to fight with aikido um when you go into that range and you're you're entering choosing to enter of your own accord not because you need to into that distance with someone who is potentially stronger potentially more skilled so on and so forth and you're attempting to do an aikido technique because you know that's what you know that's your your context is shionage and kodagaish and stuff like you're gonna get your ass whooped you know well, like if you if you're putting yourself in that in that position trying to fight with aikido and the person happens to you know know boxing or you know muay thai or something you know what i mean like you're 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 choosing to get in there well, to get right. your ass kicked but even beyond that it's just like you were behind you will always be behind well yeah especially so if you're, like, if you're re- choosing like right. you're, you're and so like regardless you know your your skill level or what i mean you, you're going to have to do to play catch up to get back to where you are in a position where you can do the thing that you want I mean, you know, so like when I was doing MMA, uh, I used uh, eating me a lot, actually. Um, and I, I had a, a nice set of throws from being behind someone because I got back there a lot. And I think I got back there a lot because I'd spent a lot of time working on those things in Aikido. Now, having said that, that like in live situations in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and uh, uh, stand-up Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, like, you know, like yeah, yeah. throwing to, yeah. to get down to the ground and MMA situations um, and doing sumo even, um, I was able to get to the back a lot. I never did an Aikido Idiminage. Now, why would that be? And it's because it's not facilitated by what is happening if your idea is to dominate them, right? There are better ways, way right, better ways, right? right? Get a get a waist lock, um, block their feet and turn to the side. They'll fall flat on their face. Um, go down and grab their legs and pull them out from under them. They'll fall on their face, right? Drop behind them with your leg behind them. You'll you'll they'll fall on their yeah. butt, right? So there's a ton of ways that are really good once you get back there to dominate. Iriminage is not one of them because the classic Iriminage in Aikido is done with a different objective, which right. is to still get out of right. there. So uh, did you did you pick up uh, – A, did you feel like you were better at getting Irimi than other people because of your Aikido training? And B, did you get that from forms only? So I think I went there a lot because – I did it a because lot in Aikido, right? I just, I just, I just, it was natural. Like, you know, so like the, we just call it a touch and brush, you know, yeah. which is basically to, to get a suppression of the elbow and then to slide by. Um, I learned to do that really, really well and could do it a lot. And then when I added a couple other things, like an arm drag from wrestling and a duck under from wrestling, um, which basically Aikido has a duck under too, is just a little bit different. But um, when I got those concepts, then I could go to the back all the time. Now, once I got back there, I had to learn another set of techniques because I wasn't good at that. Did the forms make me better at doing that? Well, I think the forms gave me the rough initial outline of what I was doing. And then through live training, I got good at that. Right. And do do you think you would have been better if uh, that part was pulled out in a – the Irimi part was pulled out in a – some sort of drill – that allowed you to do just that part over and Yeah, over of course, and over because, and over. yeah, I mean, that's the way you get better at stuff. You know, like, I mean, that's that's exactly what you should do. You should take everything. I mean, it's, it's like a guy who practices lunges. So you you could you could fence, and you will get to lunge, and you will get better 
at lunging right. a little bit by right. fencing, but it's better to get better at lunging by, by just isolating the lunge and doing it over and over and over. Right. And so having the Arimi, practicing the Arimi only in the context of doing the form of Arimi Nage is not as good to learn the Arimi the as... The training. No. Yeah. Right. The but the mindset, that. you know, right. so like that's why I think I went because, I mean, I don't know, I could be wrong, but it seems like when I was grappling, doing stand-up stuff with people, I went to the back more than most people went to the back. And I think that's because... In my head, it had just been pushed in from Aikido that we get to the back. That's, That's what the we place do. To be right. Did you find yourself at first um, getting back there and being like, "Okay, I didn't know now? what to do." Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly yeah. right. I didn't know what to so do. So you could be back there and just be like, "Well, uh, now I'm screwed, kind of, yeah. because I'm here and I don't know what." Yeah, to do. it, it definitely was like some of it was trial <laughs> and error, like getting back there and like trying something and it worked, and like, "Oh, I'll go that for now on." And some of it was asking, you know, like, "Hey, what throws can I do from back here?" You know, and then playing with those throws. But the classic throws we do in Aikido don't really work and the reason is because we don't have the kind of dominating control that you need once they fall so like you know if, if i'm doing and you know i was pretty extensively doing either brazilian jiu-jitsu or mma when i was doing this stuff exception of sumo a couple times but but and so the goal was simply to get them down right. from so the rear position right. so i could dominate yeah. and yeah. so like aikido doesn't do that it doesn't it doesn't the irimi nage in aikido doesn't take you down in a way to set up to nicely dominate now i know some people hearing that might go oh we could take him in and go to neon belly but it doesn't work out as nice as you'd think um i'm saying someone who did this or yeah. it never worked out that way no, for me right i mean it, it, it's there but sure. uh it's not yeah i, I think and i think this goes back to like for people that are trying to figure out what Aikido is for, like how do we make Aikido work, quote unquote, like looking at each of the pieces and seeing what works in a fighting context. Like, so from what you're saying right now, the Arimi worked for you. Yeah. Right. Arimi Nage, mm, not so much. Right. Um, and, and I think you could probably, and you know, people have to do this for themselves, but go through each of the Aikido you know, entries versus techniques and find that like the entries are a lot more general than the specific techniques. Um, because the more you add on to a chain of events, the more specific it gets, of course. Um, and those specific chain of events just don't come up in unarmed one-on-one -on -one fighting contexts. And so I think what people will find, and I see people post about this online, like, oh, this works, oh, this doesn't work what they're coming up with is you have to take all of the, a lot of the Aikido throws out, like go like, eh, I don't really get why Kodagaish exists in the Aikido syllabus. So I'm just going to chuck it out. And then I'm going to chuck this other one out. I'm gonna, right. You know, eh, Niki only works for this stuff, but it's not so great for that. You can twist out of it, you know, whatever. Like you'll start to see that like, it doesn't really as a system make much sense if you're looking at it as an unarmed one-on-one -on -one thing, you know what I mean? It, you have to do that for yourself it, to see how it works. I mean, I think but. what you're describing, I wish I could, I could think, like I was thinking of battleship, but it's, it's, it's almost like, um, you know, like you're, you're like hitting a big piece of paper with something and then every place you touch it, either it turns color, or it doesn't. And you hit the paper on enough spots, like there, a picture appears, you yeah, know what yeah, I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, like Minekeeper. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Really. Right. Like there's a, a pattern there. You can't see it. But as you go through and just fudge oh, with it, yeah, yeah. you know, eventually a picture of John Lennon will appear or something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know, yeah. you know, yeah. Does yeah. that make sense? Like yeah. what I'm uh -huh. saying? Uh -huh. I don't know how to describe that. Yeah. But anyways, like, and so like what's happening is, uh, you know, it, people are trying to figure out Aikido. They're trying to figure out for fighting. And so they've got this blank sheet of paper and they're trying all their Aikido techniques. And the ones that they're finding successful, if they studied other martial arts, will find are analogous to other martial right, art techniques sure. about fighting. Sure, right. And the ones that uh. don't have a hit, mm -hmm. the ones that are still wh white paper, right? Those are only good in multiple attacker armed situations where your goal is not to fight with them right. because it's that's kind of, Aikido. It's kind of like those like for kids when you um, can buy like a little like watercolor paint set for a specific picture. Yes. So it's like you buy a kid. It's like a dollar store kind of thing. Yeah. It gives you like four or five colors in a specific paint, paint picture. Paint by the numbers. Yeah, sure. Paint by, paint by numbers. numbers. Right. Uh -huh. um, and so it's like if Aikido was that um, – the picture that you would end up painting. So if you said, I'm going to use my paint by numbers to paint what I want to paint and not the picture that they gave me, you'd find like, if you want to picture, paint an ocean picture, 
and you look and it's, there's, you know, they gave you red and brown right. there's no, there's no and uh, yellow right, right, right. and green. Right. And, That's kind of what the ocean yeah. looks like now, actually. Yeah. <laughs> well. Oh, no. Um, shit. <laughs> but you know what I mean? So it's like they yeah. gave you all the wrong colors for the picture that you want to paint and you're trying to make it work, but it's not. It's not your that's thing. That's not the set of colors right. that you it's the wrong picture you're painting the wrong picture with those colors and so i think that's what's happening like so the uremi you can make it work like oh the sun's yellow so i can use the yellow but yeah. where's the blue right, you know what right, i mean right. like and so, i mean that's exactly <laughs> the thing is like you know so um iremi the entry you can use it in grappling you can totally right, use right. it in a grappling system you, and yeah, i did it you, you know yeah, you can use but it in the iremi nage doesn't work in that context so you could if you just if you only looked at it as a grappling system you'd go well iremi nage sucks and you'd probably replace it with something like the throws that I do from that position because mm-hmm. those are the ones for the context of fighting that I was using, right? Like, you know, and there's other ones you could use, but like, so you would go, oh, those techniques now have to be added to the system of Aikido. But that's because you're painting your own context for Aikido instead of understanding the paint by number picture, the context that Aikido has for itself, right, you know? The system already has, right. um, you have all the right colors. You have all the right colors for Aikido, right? But the problem is, is no one's looking at the, right. The, they the want to paint that, that was given. John Lennon and Aikido is a picture of the, the ocean or something right, right? you know right. yeah john yeah. lennon's on my mind uh, apparently, apparently. imagine uh, <laughs> that was terrible so we nice so we talked we talked a lot about iriminage and I, I feel like iriminage is the it's quintessential i mean it's the it's the it's the aikido sure entry is there any i mean because there is there are other entries well but i mean i was thinking about like one i mean so what we're talking about is you're either going inside or outside and so iriminage is the most in? True. I mean, the most outside. It's, it's outside right. of the attack, right? right? So it's an outside blend, essentially, that you're doing, and then you're entering. I mean, there, you could argue you could that everything, every outside inside. blend, is a failure of the Urimi. Besides blend. the Urimi, yeah, right, exactly, right, Every outside blend is a shittier Urimi. Right, so Urimi is like outside, you know. Right. Yeah. And then there's you can go inside is as well although right. the ones that we uh delineate are irimi uh outside turn uh 45 degree angle on the lead foot uh triangle which is also a 45 degree angle with the switching feet and then a 90 degree angle with mm, the and, switching an feet. Turn. And, and an inside turn for the inside right and so it's like but all those outside ones are all just a a version or a, a, a failure on the Urimi. Right, you right. could look at it or like that. or a specific, you know. So like right. I, a ninety, for example, is one that's done like mm-hmm. because you need to get to that ninety degree position right. for whatever right. to deal right. with the next person or right. whatever. But all of those, I mean, it should be said that all of those can be done inside or outside. Sure, absolutely. You know what I'm saying so. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but then like so, the forty five. I feel like is another great example of uh, um, uh, an entry that is totally you can find in all martial arts i mean like or especially like let's look at boxing for example like boxers move to a 45 degree angle all the time mm-hmm. um and so you go wow 45 is like they're like, just setting on that lead right that lead that lead side right or you know whatever you can pull up whatever martial art it's probably in there mm-hmm. and so you go oh my gosh aikido got 45 right so like they're right working, you know exactly what I mean? and it's exactly what you hear people saying like oh right. well, that's a good one well that's a good one and it's like yeah dude because it's like you know, it's ubiquitous. If it's, it's ubiquitous, right. right? It's like you know, yeah. Of course, if it involves feet, like you're probably gonna do that at least once in a martial art. Right, you know, right, what I mean? right, like right. if we're on our feet, you're probably gonna have forty five. So it's like not even really fair to say that right. that's specific to that martial art. Right. You know what I mean? And so to go like, okay, so the forty five is good, but like, you know, uh, Shomenuchi off to that forty five. Shamanuchi's kind of stupid. You know what I mean? Like, you're cutting off, like, half of what makes it Because you don't know the context you don't know you're, that is, you're working. You know? Yeah. But, but the, you know, I don't know. The entries are really universal, I yeah, feel like. Yeah, yeah, the posi- yeah. The yeah, positions, yeah. the entries, yeah. whatever, however you want to you want to call them. Yeah. If you want to call them by position or by movement. Right. And it's just, it's funny because um, we train them fairly deeply. Um, but I feel like, and for a long time we didn't. It was just sort of you you pick them up through the forms. It was like, you know, this this form has the triangle step. Right. You know? Right. Do the, do the do the outside turn right. from Ski Kodagaish, you know. Or, right. Or whatever. Um, but what are I mean and we and we have a set of drills that that we use to to facilitate the, the, the footwork or the the entry footwork that we would need. What are what are like, you know, two three drills that that you would do that you would set up that could show people like here are the 
basic entries that Aikido is going to be looking at once you're in that, once that distance has been broken. Well, so we have the the basic, like, just the footwork positioning, footwork positioning. So we just have, they just zombie walk arms down towards you, just walk. And then you do those six or five, depending if you don't want to do the inside one, you do those stationary to them. Um, And so that's that. And then you do the one up from that, which is they do the zombie with the push, pushing hands. And so then you get to practice your, your hand movements in addition. So that that would be a wase. Your suppression. Right. Yeah. Your suppression. Um, and then, you know, from there it just becomes more live with more adaptability. Um, so they can adapt, you know, pull their hand around. So you have to go to the inside and so on and so forth. Um, and I feel like those are all just practicing just those basic blends. Um, and, and then, that and, and that should be pointed out that those are all from uh, b- body attacks. Someone right. trying right. to come grab, right, right. push, yeah. grab, and someone actively coming at you, not someone stalling and right, trying to right, play right, a little right. game. Right. But yeah, we're, but, we're, but, we're not playing games. We're but, just straightforward. Uh, active for your body. You know, we do those off of the the dolody, right? Mm-hmm. Like the, the mm-hmm. body grabs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what about the atemiwaza, Josh? And Atemi wasn't. What about the blends from there? I mean, it's the, it's the same, but so yeah. yeah. I mean, and we did this for a long time. We we haven't done it in a, in a long time, but we haven't um, had class in six months. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, like I remember. Uh, you know, there we would just line up, and Chris would have a club, and we would all line up, and then he would just come in and try to club us in the head, and we had to, you know, we could either do and and. It was difficult, but you know, yeah, you either try to you, you block and blend to the outside, or you block and uh, move to to the inside, um, and that you know, there's the the direct and receptive blend off of the Yoko Minuchi that I think also is problematic for a lot of people, uh, and I say that because I think it was problematic for me for a long time. Yeah, I think as to what it is, you know, um, and what you're actually doing, and what the you know what what it's all about. Um, but I think it's super important. That's one that to me, like in that transition to, uh, a, a rondori that's going to be real with someone swinging something. And especially like, especially yokemen showmans are a little easier. I feel like to, to handle, but if they're coming wide from the outside, um, it's so easy we so often think that we can just move outside, move outside, move outside, move outside, move outside. Well, when they come wide, that when they come wide, it's we hard. Get, get caught with it. Right. And I found myself that happening all the time. And so even if they were coming wide, this is what I was talking about before, they're coming wide and high, and high like uh, instead of doing what I should do, which is move to the inside, either direct or receptive, uh, like I would just cheat it and get to the outside. Because I could, right? right? Yeah. Um, and the thing is, two things. One, it's like um, you're. I, I'm only. I'm cheating the. I'm cheating the distance and the the timing of it, right? Um, and in a actual, like, who knows if you would be able to do that? So, I feel like that's one where you really have to train. Like, anytime it's coming wide, you're moving to the inside. It's funny because so when you talk about entries. When you first brought that up, I felt a little like we don't, we do refer to them as entries, but we also don't because we have such a like distinction between the different levels of stuff. Like I think people kind of just amalgamate together like um, what the like uh, what the tai sabaki of it is, which is which is what you're doing with your body, you know, mm-hmm. uh, like a Rimi Tenkan or something, um, and then what the position positionality of it is which is what's your relative position to the other person and then um like also what the suppression looks like which is your hands as opposed to your feet as opposed to where they are Mm -hmm. um and so you've got like all these different kind of pieces you know what i mean 
Um, and so it's kind of hard to like when you're talking about them to like separate. So there's like you practice your body motions that you do on your own that will all the basic footwork that you do. Right. Um, and then there's the basic position stuff and then there's the basic like adding the suppression stuff to it. And then there's adjustments on those things, you know, reacting in real time. So, so it's funny, like, you know, if you compared that to fencing, like the lunge is the ashi sabaki or tai sabaki, the, the footwork that you just do, you know, like the, the action it's, you know, the whole thing, but it's the action, but that doesn't mean that you can now do it with a person who you're trying to hit. It's a very different thing. So then you practice targeting, right? So you lunge on target. Okay, so then you can do that. Then you lunge like uh, like while controlling their blade, you know, like yeah. so you lunge giving opposition while you do that. So you, mm-hmm. you're in con- contact with their blade. Suppression. Right. And then you lunge off of different active positions they might be doing. Right. So like that same kind of progression has to happen because like there's too much shit going on initially. So you have to focus on you first. Then once you can do your thing, then then you have to focus on how do you achieve the objective you want, right? Which is to make a contact or get behind or whatever, right? Then you have to focus on doing it while they're actively thwarting those right. attempts, right? Or or with the openings that they mayhaps will right. give while that happens, right? So there's this stage, no matter what you study, that you have to build up to incrementally. And most people, they get really bored doing just sugiyashi and, and for a good reason because you right. don't know why you're doing it, you know? Right. Um, and so they don't have a very good right. sugiyashi and then they got to do sugiyashi. So, truthfully, that's if, if you want to break yes. it down to like your entries, you should be doing that you know, forward lunge step and your cross, your normal walking cross step. Right, right. I haven't, you know, I haven't done a video on this, but maybe I'll do it. it, It's a good idea. But like, um, you know, we have a thing, uh, I used to talk about it a lot. And and with new students, I I explain it briefly now and everybody kind of knows how to do it. But a drop step where you just pick up the front foot and fall forward. Um, And then a spring step where you do that same thing, but you spring out of the back foot. Um, Bong trend, is that what it's called? Bong, bong, bong trend. Yeah, uh, yeah, (laughs) kind of like bong. Yeah, but but it's a I just remember that word. It's fun. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, and and like once you can do that, then you can start doing it with a person. This is like where Maya was talking about, like you have to understand what the suppression is. And that's like I was talking about with the fencing, how you control the blade as you come in or how you control or, their arm as you, you come know, in. You know, and it might not be – suppression if you can get there, if they're coming with a yokum and a showman. Right, right. You know, cover. Right. And that's, you know, uh, that training – you know, so the 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 ashi sabaki or the tai sabaki, the body action will be the same if they're throwing a strike right, or if they're right. trying to grab you sure. or if they're trying to shove you. It doesn't matter; it's all the same. But the kind of suppression you do will be different. So, and then also the opportunities you get off of whether someone's trying to hit you or grab you that will be different. You know, so it stacks. Um, and so right. then you know you just make drills for right. what specific thing you want to work. And I, and, I, and I do think like and and we did this. I don't know if other schools do it. We do it, and I think it's cool. Uh, just footwork drills where it's just like. You're just doing this this drill. We're essentially making movements across the mat and back. Um, but it's like if you can't do that and do it explosively and and at the right time, at right. the right time, there's no way that your your irimi is not going to work. You're not going to be able to do that that piece of it, right. or you know your whatever other entry. But I think also like the problem with just kind of making it like so like just referring to all that because i think there's some people or some schools that do it's just all that's just entries right you know um some maybe say other oh, footwork but like also people use footwork to mean positioning in addition just to f- your own footwork um the problem with that is like you kind of mush all those skills into one big pile mm-hmm. and like the good thing about kind of separate them out and and doing individual drills that work on each of those pieces is that like once you've practiced your footwork and you feel pretty good with it or you know you you do your upkeep every once in a while you practice it once you move on to the next step and you're focusing on positioning and then you're focusing on suppression and then you're focusing on like you know uh, adjusting you put that behind you you don't go oh my god my footwork like because that is that was the, the other drill was working on. You know what I mean? Not that you forget your footwork, but that you allow it to just be programmed into you. You're doing what you're doing. The, um, and you're worrying about that later. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I feel like people, they see people doing Rondori or they talk about their own Rondori and they go like, oh, my footwork was so bad. And it's like, it's true. Okay, time to go back and drill footwork. But don't be so hard on yourself when you're in a live situation and it's like, you're going to do what you're going to do. Right. And, and in that moment, you should, probably... not, you should not be thinking about my feet are going here, my feet right, are going right, there. It's right. like, 
you know what I mean? And if you're having problems with it, it's probably not. You know, like you got to be able to triage, like looking yes, at it. Triage. Was it the was it the footwork that the caused foot, you right. not to be able to right. do it, or was your inability to understand the situation, that, right. or Were was you it your inability? Not right. Pre- There's tons you know, of things present, that could be. Right. And for most people looking at Rondori, it's probably not their footwork's right. the worst thing. It's their understanding of the context is the worst thing. Well, right. and, and so like like getting back to my initial thing, I sort of feel like by showing the entries in these form things you lose the the meat of the fucking thing yes you lose the meat of what it is that you're really trying to do which is get behind someone so that you know if you want to do something so that you could do something or escape or whatever it is you want but you never just see that part you know just show me how when someone's swinging at me show me how i cover and move in or show me how you know uh, I slip and, you know, whatever that thing is. I think one of the most valuable drills that we've done for me, and I, I still feel like not real great at it, is the the failure, the Uremi failure drill, which is we, we practice doing an Uremi when someone's uh, coming in on us. Um, and then after we do a couple successful ones, they come in faster so that we can't get off that full, like, uh, that full Uremi, um, which forces us into an Uremi Tenkan you know, turning it into like an outside turn rather than getting all the way behind them. And so basically it, it allows you to uh, practice the failure of the Uremi and turning uh, it into stacking, something, yeah. the second best thing rather right, than the right, first best right. thing. And I think that's really valuable because it's like, it, it's programming you to just move on. As soon as that you feel it not working, go, okay, that's fine. I'll take the, the uh, you know, the side by side position yeah. rather than the behind them position. And that's, and that's fine. the, that's the, the, the truth of it and that's wherein and someday we'll talk about this but that's wherein the skill lies right which is like realizing that the thing that you're doing is not working and being able to move being able mm-hmm. to transfer to that next thing and the person who's going to win the confrontation in a confrontation like that is the person who realizes the pattern quicker than the other that's right you know right. and who's the most able to change because what ends up happening and you know we we were doing some uh spear forms the other day and just doing kind of like a one, two, three, back and forth kind of deal. But um, what happens is you get in this pattern of like hit block, hit block, hit block, hit block, hit block. Um, and the person who can realize that's happening can go uh, block strike. Right. You right, know, right, hit block right, strike. Right. Um, and they're going to win that right. or vice versa. You know, hit, hit. And then when you get to <laughs> you know, that stuff, like, poly, like, you know, it, it's like, you know, people always want to talk about uh, the OODA loop, right? Which is like John Boyd, a fighter pilot. That's what, what Josh is describing now uh, is that's what that stuff is. Like understanding the patterns quicker than the next guy so you can change your pattern appropriately, right? And then that's tactics, Right? right, so right. so yeah. you, you, and like you can so see how these things all, all stack. Yeah, they just go one after the next, after the next, after the next, and so. Yeah. But it's like you have to understand everything in its proper place, you know. And and I think this is something that like, and now I feel like we're kind of off the train of entries, but that's fine. Um, that like that stuff that you you know the the OODA loop working really working with your OODA loop and the other person's that's like something that's really starts to happen when you're in like a live situation you're you're having a, a nice back and forth you know um but that's like and and that's the time to be working on that but that's not the time to be like oh shit my feet are not at a good yes, 90 exactly you know right. what i mean yes. you got to let go you can't of that afford and that. just your techniques just, have to be good enough right it's good enough for now and that's fine you can go back and work on that stuff at another time but it's also like i feel like when people talk about okay let's live train guys let's let's do it like all that other shit is the fundamentals to live training we can't just jump from like 100% forms you know just caught the you know 100% static to okay we're doing rondori now like right, like right. that's not you have to ease into it. Right. You have to understand why you're doing everything. I mean, that's... And it's, it's not just easing into it because you're old or because you're, like, it's not about that. <laughs> like, easing into it means that you're, like, skill building and you're stacking each piece. And then by the time, so that when you get to right. live training, you can actually get the most rich Otherwise, you're just going to spin. You know, right. otherwise... Right. You, and that's what I, I mean, I saw it forever and this is how I feel like I approach and it, to, it takes a long time. It's like... You uh, are in a live training situation, and the first however long, it's just it's spinning. You're you're just you're spinning your wheels. Yeah, you're spinning your wheels. Your mind spinning. Your body like, and it's te- and you end up, you know, you go through your 
10 second session or minutes however long it lasts and you're freaking exhausted and you want to vomit because you didn't breathe well you weren't breathing because you couldn't think about breathing because your right. mind was on uh you know 11 every, 11 right <laughs> right everything else so in the middle of that you're supposed to remember like oh well this is where i do my entry right right yeah it's not gonna work that way right. i mean especially if you haven't ever trained that that entry um in in, a, in you don't understand how that entry even comes up. For right. you, that entry starts with they throw the strike. Right. You know, and I mean, that's they... exactly what I was saying. Like, you know, in the beginning, you don't get to dictate. You have to have techniques right. that deal with other people dictating what happens. And then as you get better, you can begin to dictate. And then once you can begin to dictate, you can do all kinds of stuff. But everybody, that's though, a long like process. with Aikido, wants to be on that, like, you know, fucking, you know, Buddha ass ohm yeah. shit where they're like, I saw your strike before you threw it shit. You know, it's like, oh, I mean, I'm so, you know. And that's a real, so that, sense and no sense, you know. Thing. That thing like, is ugh. what what I was saying about like a, what internal martial artists kind of act like they're teaching, which is they're acting like they're teaching you how to be a master, but somehow they're going to skip all the steps of mastery. So, right. you know, like people who do internal martial arts are like, oh, well, see, these are more efficient ways to do it. And it's like, yeah, that's cool once you've developed all the rudimentary skills right. to I do still, that. I still need to figure out how to move my body from A to B. That's exactly right. And so even <laughs> right. if there was something like, you know, and, and uh, you know, everyone knows I don't, I'm not an advocate of this stuff, but, but like, you know, internal martial arts, even if you could learn that stuff that way, then you still couldn't do it because you got to go through all the crappy right. process of doing, you have to learn the timings of things right. and the natural order of things. Um, and so much of this, and, and again, I think, and maybe we should, have we done a podcast on the timing the the time like timing in Aikido and we should do a podcast because I, I if a, we have a million we should. timings because yeah. uh, I feel like that's something that's really would be you know timing and distance and and sort of the it's relationship so complex um, because uh, that that understanding that is key to even understanding if there's an entry possible right 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 and and if you don't understand what we're talking about then then work more on on techniques <laughs> there you go yeah I mean. Hey, that's that's that a was good... so shady. <laughs> but I mean, like, here's the thing is, like, all, so many people want to talk about really complex stuff, and it's like, what, you can't do the basic thing first, you know? Like, and I mean, that's a, that's a bitter pill I had to swallow don't, when I was a black belt, right. don't and then I had to jump. go like, oh no, I need to learn to move on the ground. Right. Is what I need to right. learn to do first. Like, well, and like when we were in the garage, you know, there were lots of nights where it was just like Chris swinging a club, and we had to do the entry. Can you tell Josh is traumatized? He's like, so no, this would like, beat us with a stick. Like, I remember up and down my forearms, just oh my bruises. God. Like, all of it, like, it hurt. It was bad. Josh, are you glorifying abuse? No, well, no. I'm glorifying, like, doing something until you figure, and I'm yeah. probably still not as good as I should be. But, um, you know, that was, that it wasn't, we did technique, but, you know, forms. But it wasn't just all forms. There were also lots of times where it was like, oh, come come in and push me, and I'm going to brush it off and make move to the back. Or, you know, come in and throw the yokum in, and I'm going to try it. So. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We're at 56 minutes here. Oh. That was a long one. Holy yep. shit. Long, long Who podcast. Noon. It just keeps going. I know. Yeah. It, does. It, just, it just keeps getting longer and longer. Look at us. Um, so we'll go ahead and thank yeah, our let's thank patrons. Our patrons. Um, of course, I went to pull it up, and then it, it yeah, logged me out. Fine. So. Um, but but we really appreciate our patrons. They yeah. make it possible for us to do this podcast and just ramble about whatever dumb shit we're thinking about. And also, I, I, I would say if you enjoy the podcast, please check out you know all of the other stuff we do. So uh, there's a YouTube channel that has some uh, a lot of the things that we talk about all in a video form. So like you know we actually kind of play out some of this stuff um, for you to see. So uh, there's yeah. a lot of that. And then, um, right. is AikidoStudent.com, is that the place to go? What's the, what's the place for people to get, like, the... The, the, the good shit? The good, the goods. For right or now, YouTube, there... I think. Yeah, yeah, YouTube's got the most stuff um, right Yeah, so sure. we're Chu, Chu, Chu Shintani on, on, on Aikido. On Aikido, on YouTube. On Aikido. Um, on Aikido, so, everything's Aikido to me. Um, it's all Aikido to me. <laughs> That's our new podcast name. That's great. Um... Yeah. Uh, so thank you. Thank you to Nick Bowman, Brad V, Spider-Man in San Jose, The Hatchet Man, Brooke Ferragamo, Ben Bear Rustler Aldrich, 
Tommy Siv, Francis Cordone, Scott Burns, Dave Dewberry, Sension Center, Barrett Lippy, Sam Sulian, Michael Heed, Ocon Ayrton, Marchin Chiss, Randy Stewart, Thomas Polino, Flor Hanowick, Hillary Jones, Constantinos Andrew, Franz Martinson, Yuli Simgu, Brian Crowley, Lisa Klein, Sharon Okada, Christopher Aceto, Matt Mumford, Jim Gallant, Matt Riley, Jim Sullivan, Grant Templin, and Lenny Acuna. I think those are in reverse order of when people became our patrons. I think the people yeah. at the very end are all our... Right. Uh, yeah, so... And all the top people. Yeah, so, the newest, yeah newer props people, to, yeah. like, Lenny Acuna and Grant Templin. Yeah, man, because they've been around forever. Right. I mean, yeah. I, I honestly, like, as soon as we started a Patreon, I think yeah, those like, guys were... Yeah. So. yeah. We really, really appreciate you yeah, guys. Absolutely. And if you haven't already, please share this with your friends. I feel like, I don't know, I feel like I haven't made as much of an effort to like share the podcast around lately as I, I could be. Uh-huh. Um, so I'll, I'll try and do that. I'll put, yeah. maybe post it in some different places. Or you guys can. Yeah. Um, and also uh, like and subscribe if you haven't. So, you know, if you're just uh, one of those people who random has randomly stumbled upon this, uh, we do it every week. Yeah, so, so click subscribe. We've been doing unless, it for nearly three years. Unless you don't want that, and years. then just oh. check in. Uh, well, unless you don't, and then just, yeah. okay. And then just check in periodically if you, uh, we'll try to make the titles as uh, clicky, clickbait. click, I mean, I'm not saying clickbaity, but we'll make them so you'll know what the good ones are, <laughs> you know? Um, tip of the week. Um, this is a quick one. Um, if you, I mean, I feel like most people don't, but practice your entries separately that's a pretty easy thing but like if you do remi practice a remi just by itself if you need to you know uh, start out small just start with the footwork then add the add the hand movement um whatever your school does you know at the end and if you're curious as to which entries are there if we don't even do them uh look at the beginning of the technique whatever the first thing you do is um assuming that it if you start from a grab then that's a hodoki something else whatever um practice that bit um and yeah yeah. i think it's good i mean i think pulling out every little piece that you can like really taking a, a form apart and going like what is that thing Oh, is that a technique? Is that something that I need to pay attention to? Yeah. Like, and most people do this, you know, but it's it's on a broad scale. But really take it out. And then I think that footwork, really, really honing in on, you know, that sugiyashi, ayumiyashi, those those sort of like mm-hmm. the, the forward movement, you know, because what is it they say, like, in we only move forward and turn. Like, those are the only mm-hmm. things we do. Yeah, enter and turn. Yeah. Enter and turn. So uh, figure those out. And that's something you can do if you're still at home, yeah. uh, if you're quarantined. Because there's do that. really, what, two ways we move forward. Yeah. Just play with it. Do it. Three ways we turn. Get yeah, overly right. comfortable with it. So, you can never be too comfortable. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. We will see you next week. Goodbye.